0: Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad.
1: Hello and welcome, magic folk, to episode number 77 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts, I, Matt Olson. Over there, we got Danny Oakstead. What's up? And between us, we have... The jankiest of boggles, JB. Hey there. Who come traveling up from the cities today. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of driving today. He's a tired boggle. Just a little bit.
0: He's also old and fat. So that doesn't help either, buddy. You're you're not
1: wrong. Shots fired. Shots fired. Not really shots when it's the truth. And this is where JB's like, but you didn't have to call me out like that.
2: Oh, but he did. I'm used to it. That's normal.
1: So let's jump into the episode. Before we do that, actually, let's mention our amazing sponsor, J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in the West Acres Mall of Fargo, North Dakota. They have all the magic products that you need, singles for sale at great prices. They got your deck boxes, your play mats, your sleeves. And don't worry, if you don't live in the Fargo-Moorhead area, J-Dubs ships all across the country. If you guys live across the pond, hit them up. They'll work out a deal and stuff with you, so that way you can get some cards if interested. Also, they help you get your cards graded through PSA and Beckett at a very reasonable deal. Though, do you want to note, the delay is, uh, the, the backup, the delay is pretty significant on those. Danny's still been waiting on his card, and you're on what, like month, month five? Sixth? Six?
0: Yeah, something like six or seven. Yeah, I think I'm on like seven.
1: Yeah. so the... I think
0: I got graded or sent it out grading in July.
1: Oh, man, yeah. It's July,
0: been... July or August of last year. So, yeah, I'm about six or seven months. And Damn, has it really been that long?
1: Yeah, Damn. it
0: is. Um, Well, with quarantine, everyone's like, hey, I got these sweet cards. I'm going to get them graded. All right. Yep. And also, PSA was bought out. So, that sure lags some things. And But, yeah, everything seems like everyone's uh, cards are top tier so they have to take longer
1: but there's our ad read for our sponsor go check out j Dub's links in the description down below now let's give you that breakdown of how this episode is gonna go. We're gonna start off by sending you over to JB at his boggle desk where he's gonna tell us about event results and upcoming events from there Danny's gonna lead us into the news with a blog a tog or two.
0: Or three, we don't know.
2: Or seventy-five.
1: And then we're gonna talk about some secret layers that are out again. We got new clothes. Boom! The company that's gonna be making the comic book for Magic—they have a surprise coming. Challenger decks are coming out, and we got Strixhaven sneak peeks and Time Spiral to talk about. Time Spiral remastered specifically. A boot. A boot. A boot. A boot. That one was pretty bad. And then from there, we're going to go to the finance section. And after that, we have a deck of the week from me. And then you all can go home and enjoy the rest of your night. They're already home. And the joke continues, Danny. Yes, <laughs> yes it
0: does. He does this on purpose. I, I know he do, does. I do it on purpose, too.
1: Don't po- Podcasts, they have a shtick, right? Like, all podcasts have a shtick. Is this our shtick, then, where we just no, tell people to go visit home? To no, our we,
2: we, We've got, like, 500 of those things you got to pick. Just pick one. Or all can. of them. It's like like in Moana when she's looking at the car, the the crab. He's like, just pick one, just pick one eye, just one.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Did you watch Moana this weekend? Like five times. <laughs> it's a good movie. Good music behind it. Yes, it is. You're welcome. What can I say? Oh, we gotta be careful. Really? You look at me like, what? What are you talking about? He zoned out completely wow. when it came to Moana.
2: Way over my head on that one. I was like, what? Are we- what, what do I need to thank you for? Like, you didn't turn me on to that movie. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I get it.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised that song's not stuck in your head.
2: It, oh, oh, it is. It is. And now and it is welcome. again. Thank
1: you. And you're
0: welcome. God damn it! It's like you lost the game, or I lost the game. Ah, right.
1: ah shit, Matt lost. <laughs> oh, my God. And anybody else who's listening to this lost the game. You're welcome. JB, take us away at the boggle desk.
2: Or oh, are we already to that point?
1: We are. Already? Oh. And I just oh. noticed that, JB, you don't have your Chromebook either. No, I don't, I forgot to grab it. You want me to get you some peepers so that way you can see your phone better? Bifocals.
0: Trifocals, get it right.
1: Binoculars <laughs> at
2: that point. My contacts do have bifocals in them.
0: Yeah, we know from last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Your laughs> Apparently Matt person. doesn't. He's like, oh two shit. weeks ago. Oh
2: Matt forgets. Matt what? Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so didn't feel like digging into the past results. They had really that much for cool stuff. I mean, we had the Arena Open, but I don't think they really posted any sort of results yet, have they?
1: Uh, No, Arena Open don't have that. But SEG Satellites happen and the SEG 5K. And I think the, oh man, the uh, Kelheim Championship, Road Championship happened this weekend as well.
2: Okay, well, maybe we'll do a special episode next week when I'm not driving from the cities. <laughs> and, and we'll catch y'all up on that. Sure. But anyway, hey,
0: blame it on your city's trip. I will. I will. I will. Typical JB.
2: So, we got week four of the Kaldheim standard meta that we can give you in the meantime. So, it looks like Saltei Ultimatum is still up top, 16.5%. Mono Red Aggro is up there with 14.4%. Then it's Gruul Adventures with 10.9%. Mono White Aggro is up there with 10.1%. Nea Combo is 55 Demir Rogues has fallen down quite a bit, down to 5.4%. Cycling's back with 3.8%. Rakdos Midrange is down there, 3.7%. Esper told is 3.4%. Teamer Adventures is 3%. And then the rest of whatever jank you decide to play... Like hot garbage fire, is twenty three point four percent.
1: Yeah, crazy for the uh, Sultai Ultimatum decks. I know all the all the pros. They've been talking about this for like the last couple weeks, and I imagine that definitely helps contribute to its popularity.
0: Well, isn't that what the meta is based off of? Is what the pros are playing, basically.
1: I mean it's 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 a it's a juggling of like, okay, if the pros are gonna be playing this, what beats Sultai Ultimatum? And the the lower to the ground white Weenies deck, which has actually pulled off a uh, higher percentage win rate versus the meta, uh mono white weenies has a fifty one point nine percent win rate against the rest of the meta as compared to Sultai Ultimatum, which only has a forty nine point two percent win rate on the whole meta.
2: So far, Naya Combo has the highest win rate versus the meta at sixty point three percent. Yeah, do we got a deck list for the
1: Nea combos?
2: You know, I do not know. I want to know what that is. Right? Although I saw somewhere, I saw an article saying that the Teamer Adventures is the, one of the best things to play right now against the current meta, but according to this, apparently not.
1: Oh, Naya Adventures combo. Maybe? Can't be this. Adventures is not a combo.
2: But it's got uh, Bone Crusher Giant. Who doesn't have deck lists? people who don't want to give away their
1: secrets okay uh here is a rough list you have showdown of the skulls love struck beast shepherd of the flock Edgewall innkeeper giant killer kazandu's fury yeah not much of a combo but i mean like you get goldspan dragon and gold goldspan dragon is just a a beast of a card right now of hitting hard and Ramping you up to everything that you need. A little slightly surprised not seeing Ugin, a single Ugin or something in here.
2: So, upcoming events. Your FNM at home this Friday. It's going to be Historic Brawl, a format that no one gives a shit about.
0: <laughs> what format?
2: <laughs> historic Brawl.
0: Yeah, basically.
2: Right? And then we've got some MTGO events for you guys.
0: Who cares about those? I do. Who cares about you? Nobody. Exactly. <laughs> so no one cares about. <laughs> so, it.
2: We got the Modern Horizons Encore Draft going on until the twenty fourth. So by the time you hear this, it'll be ending that day. Uh, then we got the Ultimate Masters Flashback Drafts starting the twenty fourth, running through March third. Doing rough calendar math, and then we have on Saturday. We have a Pioneer Super Qualifier going on, and on Sunday is a Caldheim Sealed Qualifier. Okay, so, yeah, that'll do it for our events. I guess we'll turn it over to Danny, see if we have another lengthy band
1: and restricted.
0: We don't. Damn. (laughs) What are they going to ban now since they banned everything last week?
1: Everything. People have been talking about uh, the format seemed pretty good. Earlier in the Twitch chat, Wade97 says he saw Celestial Colonnade show up in some events and said that Modern is healed. Right, when people are playing Celestial Colonnade again. Right. Azorius Sanctuary's gone. An Azorius control deck won the... Uh, modern challenge over the weekend uh, was the God. I always get the challenges and the the other ones. I'm pretty sure it's a challenge, then if I can't remember what the other one is, but a uh, Azorius control deck took took down took down that challenge. Nice, nice.
0: So uh, since there's no bans and restrictions, we'll just move along to the blog Um uh, First, I actually have a couple of them today. Um, first one is uh, from Scarcan. They asked, uh, We first learned of Kaldheim in Planes Chase. My question is why it was picked up to be expanded upon instead of a new plane for the set. And Mark replied back, uh, Because Kaldheim was hinting at us doing a Norse based set. It's a good example of where a callback is paying off the throw forward. So, future sets we may have already have been hinted at, but we'll we'll know in the future, I guess.
1: That's how the future works,
0: right? Usually. <laughs> it,
1: it's foretold.
0: Unless you're from Ooh. the future and you already know the future and you're coming back to make the future, right?
1: Do we have time travelers amongst us, Danny? Yes, the writers of The Simpsons. Oh, my God. Are you talking about the newest thing that people are saying that they got right with that? Yep. I don't know. What is the newest thing? The The Ted Cruz going on vacation during a pandemic. No, oh, Jesus. It was an episode back in like 99 or whatever, and I kind of, I don't know. I I don't watch The Simpsons, so I apologize.
2: Right, I haven't watched it in years. I just see all these articles pop up all the time. The writer of The Simpsons is a time traveler.
1: Have you heard the theory about that? Yes. Because, uh... Um, Matt, that's a different podcast. This Week in The Simpsons? No. No.
0: This Week in The Conspiracy Theories?
1: No, that that Uh, would be deep deep fried Conspiracy theory. That's what Trent... Trent, hit us up. We have some online <laughs> conspiracy theories with The Simpsons and Futurama. I'm pretty sure he already's covered them, but yeah,
0: hit us up anyways, Trent. Right. But anyway, speaking of magic and the time travel, we are do we are getting a uh, Time Spiral reprint. So it's kind of a flash to the past, right. but in the future. So, anyways, second block talk of the week comes from Lone DM. <laughs> Sliding
2: into those DMs or not?
1: Womp womp womp. Anyway,
0: I guess her question is kind of lengthy. It's more of a statement with a very short question. Very short question. I'm very excited about the colleges. Speaking of Strixhaven, I've been big into color theory recently, and i would loved how these new combos have come out. We have represent representation. If I can speak, words are hard.
2: Words are very hard.
0: We have representation of all of the dual colors, which one was the main color except these five combos. We've had the five dragon boards of Tarkir. Tarkir. Is it Tarkir? Isn't it Tarkir? Turmeric. (laughs) not listening to that guy. (laughs) Uh, The the ten planes of Kelheim, and now the colleges are rounding it out. Do the colleges have a main color and a secondary, or is it more similar to the guilds where they tend to be more equal? Mark replies, I can't talk with the colleges until we get closer to Cirxhaven, so I'll leave you with one last little teaser for you all to chew on. The colleges aren't built built around the similarities of the two colors, but their conflict. So does that mean we have enemy colors? Uh, Even though they're friendly y- colors?
2: Yes, I believe they're... No, no, I think they might all be enemies. Are they? Well, you got Orzob, which
1: is enemy. Yep, they're um, all Urzav. They're all enemy. Yep, because have... you
2: got Boros's enemy. I Kogari. suppose yeah, they're
1: the opposite. Yep,
2: Kolgari's it. Simic. Yep. Yeah, Orzov. Blue, green, blue, black, yep.
0: white,
1: red. Is it? Yep. All enemy.
2: Yep. So when are we going to get another allied cycle then?
1: Um, I don't know. Let's see. D&D pairs? No. Oh, well, I mean, d d would be one. But in Innistrad, we had... A mixture of allied and enemy pairs in there because I'm thinking of the those lords, like the zombie lord, the it was Demir. Then like uh oh what's the the there's a gold not a Gulgar, a gruel wolf that gives werewolves and wolves plus one plus one. Innistrad had those. But then it also had the spirit one. That's enemy. So maybe there'll be more allies in Innistrad, but well, I won't I wouldn't put it past the D and D set as well for having that.
0: Well, we do have two Innistrad sites coming out. Yeah, yep. yeah,
1: that's so, why werewolves and vamps.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get both. And just in Innistrad alone, we'll have enemies and allies.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited. So werewolves I and vampires; Innistrad. those are both allied colors because you know werewolves are typically green red, and then yep. uh, vampires are typically red black. So.
0: But anyways, uh, last one we have uh, a question from Uberplot. Um, he said, Hi, Mike. Uh, So would you say Kelheim is on the, I think it's a rabbi scale? Um, Mark said, I believe rabbi is the scale of likelihood of them returning to that set or that planes later on. Um, But Mark replied back, I'd call it a four. I'm optimistic we'll return. So that's why I'm saying I'm pretty sure it's a scale of how likely they are to come back. Let's do a quick google see what that says yeah i'm pretty sure that's what it's supposed to be
1: the uh Rabahai scale is a ranking of the likelihood that a given plane will be revisited as the setting of a future standard legal set planes are ranked from very unlikely to or one very likely to 10 very unlikely
2: oh okay so the lower the number the more likely so far yeah
1: yeah pretty likely yeah it's uh, a an, uh, analogous to the storm scale, is what they say here. So,
2: so it's pretty. Cl- so, I have a feeling that Kaldheim is going to end up being the next Ravnica.
1: Well, I mean, why not? Like they have, they have ten worlds, they have the colors and stuff to do there, and there's so much story that you can have with ten worlds on a plane with different tribes, like giants and mm-hmm. dwarves.
0: Yeah, each tribe could have its set of its own,
1: or do something like maybe Innistrad is where, yeah, they focus on one. Have two sets back-to-back where it's like one focuses on this, the other focuses on that to kind of keep it all clumped together and not just do like Keldheim Giants and then do a completely different plane.
0: So, yeah, that's uh, Blog Talk weeks. Um So we'll move along to uh, Matt with the first news topic.
1: No, no, no. That's green, sir. It's green. Um, green is for the boggle.
0: Matt, you're first. You're next in line. Uh, you got the colors mixed up. Are you getting old and colorblind, along with JB?
2: No. Green is first. Call time survey. Boom. Wow. I don't know what you're looking at.
0: Yeah, but we're going in order. He, Matt, he, you, me, Matt. Oh, well. Matt fucked I'm up going, the
2: order. Well, leave it to Matt. What? Your link is bad, Matt. Doesn't surprise me. This happens the Oops, lot, you man. do not have an active survey session. Oh, no. Okay, so anyway, Matt's got uh, a bad link, so he'll spend his I, his hours painstakingly trying to find said good link for a Caldheim survey.
1: Well, it says here that the survey could have been completed, but I'm pretty sure when I saw that the survey was out that it didn't have an end date for them, and typically when they have these surveys, they go for longer than a week.
2: Okay, so disregard. There is <laughs> Until no survey. next week. Matt doesn't know what he's doing.
1: I don't know what I'm doing.
2: So anyway, on to the next topic of a possible next secret
1: layer no no no, not a next secret layer the secret layer is announced and it has the full uh all the all the cards because we didn't get to talk about the last two there secret layer black is magic is out today if you're on twitch listening it's out today if you're on listening to this when this episode comes out tuesday night or when you listen to it wednesday most likely black is magic is out and you can uh, order it so black history month celebrates black history and honors the stories culture and achievements of black people the black is magic drop celebrates and supports different expressions of black identity and we already talked about Sahili, voice of plenty ponder cultivate and
2: um, not Sahili, sir read the
1: rtfc re- R- <sighs> R- shalai
0: that's worse than my mistake the other night oh right. my god
1: rtfc We have Shalai, Voice of Plenty,
0: The freaking card.
1: Ponder. PG 13 version. Cultivate. And Kaya, Ghost Assassin. That's a new one that we didn't talk about on the podcast. And Teferi, Hero of Dominaria. And then the newest ones that they announced were a new Soul Ring and a Path of Ancestry. All this art looks really good. I'm a big fan of the Path of Ancestry and the Teferi Hero of Dominaria. Thoughts, comments, concerns?
2: I was trying to read the chat with my old man eyes. Oh. Pff. Yeah. That's, so, that's my
1: dad. So they are available <laughs> in foil and non-foil. Wow. The pricing of the foil one is forty-nine ninety-nine, and the non-foil one is thirty-nine ninety-nine. Links in the description down below.
2: So Pringle or non-Pringle?
1: So what are we on? Oh, we're on Danny. Okay, um, next, we pass this over to Danny, who has some...
0: I, I think this is uh, a Matt or Matt.
1: But it's
2: red, so it's you, But Danny.
0: Matt's also screwed this up, so... <laughs> how did I screw this up? You took over Matt's, so this is Matt's.
2: No, technically it would still be yours, because it goes, Matt, me, you. So, technically, it would still be you. <laughs> no,
0: it's Matt. <laughs> it would still be you. Okay, I guess <laughs> we have the uh, Magic Legends update. Um, shows off an uh, article that comments... or talks about showing off equipment and customization. So with this article... What?
1: It's it's a quickie if you read the parentheses. You could. Mm-hmm. I had it set up there just for you, Danny. You know what, Matt?
0: <laughs> 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 I don't want to be that way. R-T-F-D. How about you get the links <laughs> the correct docs. and I wouldn't
1: have to do this, Matt. I got it correct. <laughs> Not for him, though. <laughs> It was correct. The link was just... I don't know what's up with the link on that one. This is why we're live, so you guys can see what we do for four hours. To to those that listen to the edited podcast and not the Twitch.
0: So, like Matt put in our notes, apparently, this link for this uh, Magic... (laughs) They work? So, the article about Magic Legends equipment will be in the links below. We won't even read it. I don't know why he even posted him Because it's the a quickie.
1: Notes. It is a quickie, and on top of that, with Magic Legends coming out uh, March 10th, you know, only figure. If no,
2: it's a beta. the beta. Yeah, the beta the is beta. coming out
1: March 10th. We figure, I figure, you know, can at least highlight it and let people click on the links to read more if they are the ones that are interested in Magic Legends. So, uh, Danny, how's it feel that you don't read the Google Docs? How about and, you
2: take the next one, Matt? And you give me so much shit. <laughs> This guy. This guy. At least I had my shit done. I was in a car
0: all I don't day. Care. <laughs> okay, so we have... Where's Matt? Well, this is Matt's.
2: No, it's mine. It's green.
0: You Where, are colorblind. Where's the black one, Matt? You're
2: colorblind, no, sir. No, I,
0: I can see it. I'm just saying, where's the black one, Matt? What black one? What, what's the black one? Where, where's your article, Matt?
1: Mine's underneath Yeah, the... this is next. It's blue.
0: It's... <laughs> you can call me old. Fucking Danny's like, I quit.
2: I quit. I'm out of here. I quit.
1: <laughs> I color coordinate the show notes on purpose, Danny. RTFD. He's going to stab me with a fork.
2: <laughs> what did my low main do to you?
1: No. <laughs> you there. No. No. Put it in a Ah, stop that one. My beer is more drank than that. It was mine. I don't think it touched mine either. God damn it. <laughs> so anyway, Danny, just for you, I'm keeping this in the podcast. I don't care. <laughs> I don't listen to it. <laughs> I just
0: experience it. <laughs> right? I experience it. I don't need to listen to it.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't want to make fun of Matt's editing skills. It hurts. <laughs> Shots fired.
0: Through the heart, but it's too late. <laughs> you, give love a bad day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, so anyway,
0: oh god.
2: So, we got some pretty cool clothing lines coming out here on Zabby.com. Got some retro Magic the Gathering inspired clothing. Looks pretty cool, actually. It's It's kind of modeled after the old style like the boosters and all like the the precondex and stuff you know you got your expert level and it's pretty cool i'm not going
1: to lie imagine like erga ergas 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 words are hard ergas saza erga
2: derga burger do oh, you okay. look like the cook off the muffets er durga
1: durga erga Urza's saga <laughs> style oh, art <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Hey, and surprisingly, it's affordable. Like I'm, yeah. I'm like these prices are not inflated like at all. I mean
1: And you get a free mug when you buy two or more. Right? What? Yeah, look at this. Dude. So you can get a hoodie here. A hoodie. I'm a hoodie person. I like right hoodies for 30 bucks. Right. Dude, you can't touch that in Walmart even for nope. that. So you get a hoodie and you get yourself an awesome like long sleeve shirt here and then you get a free mug oh and there's i think this is the mug then it has where's the mug right down there we have the mug with uh old school booster packs ranging from dude antiquities this blanket though yeah this blanket
2: looks cool and it's only 25 bucks for a fleece blanket Uh... with the back of a magic card man god this is some cool stuff okay
1: it's 96 centimeters by 116 centimeters. Okay, in English, sir. It doesn't give the English dimension, so let's do... <laughs> do metric conversions. Yeah, let's do the Google, the Google no- in here. nobody
2: likes metric system. There you go. There's our next podcast, This Week in the Metric Conversions.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, 37 inches by 45 inches. Okay, so in feet. Now you're asking all this stuff. Well, let's see, 45 48 inch. would be four feet, right? Yeah, so it's just under four feet long, and... What was it? Thirty-six inches was the other one? Something like it Thirty-five. Was it thirty five? I can't like remember. What are you what are you trying to figure out? Yeah, thirty so thirty seven inches. cool blanket. It's just a throw blanket, which you'd imagine just checking on something.
2: Right? It looks cool. And for twenty five bucks, dude, that's not bad for a fleece blanket. Nope. Right? This stuff is actually reasonably priced. I like it. That shirt too, the expert level shirt. They have a tote bag as well. Dude, this is some cool stuff. I might actually buy something. Yeah, you're
1: not going to go wrong. Like, again, these prices are
2: solid,
0: right? not going to break the bank.
1: Right? Yeah.
2: Okay, so Matt, what's our surprise?
1: So Boom, the company that is going to be making that Magic the Gathering comic series, they have a bit of a surprise (laughs) coming. (coughs) Sorry, I'm dying. You're good. We all are. Boom is teasing that they will be sending retailers a secret magic surprise on March 10th ahead of the FOC for the magic number one issue that is sure to quote unquote spark retailers to order with confidence. What is this mystery item? Boom has been vocal with retailers that there will be no collectible magic gathering card included with the comics. Could this be the one exception? The sources say no. This is off of uh, bleedingcool.com. Great source for all nerdy culture gathering news source. So yeah, there's going to be a surprise at retailers that are going to be selling the, the comic uh, the comic book. So check your LGS's comic book stores. So some dead air. That is some dead air. So with that, dead air. let's pass it over to Danny, who's going to tell us about... Uh, we were going to talk oh. about this last week, but...
0: Look at this. Now he changes colors.
2: Oh, is he
1: color-coded this now? Yeah, nice, nice finish. It's not it's- color-coded
2: on mine. Oh, now it is. There we go. Why do I get two links?
1: They're both for the same thing. Okay. Well, then, why is there two Two different articles? If you want, depending on which one you want to read, hipsters goes into like more expansive details, like bullet points, compared to the 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 sneak peek one is the wizards article where you got to kind of like search. Okay. So bullet points in. Yep. So we were going to talk about this one last week, but then the bans happened, so we're talking about it this week, Danny. Oh, are we? Are we, Matt? If you read it. Can I read it? RTFD. I think you mean, may I read it? And, and yes, no, I was. I was
0: <laughs> it was actually me. Can I actually read it? You like, may. I wasn't, wasn't sure if I can actually read it. Like, I don't know if I'm physically capable of
1: reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting old? Do we got to change your glasses? Do you,
2: do you need to borrow my bifocals?
0: <laughs> no, but I might, mentally I'm like 60, so
1: leave me alone. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Our demographic is 60. <laughs> oh, lordy. Your, uh, your dad posted in yep. the twi- Twitch chat there. We've we've hit peak. Yeah, there we go. We've hit peak.
0: That's where all the money's at. <laughs> He's I not mean, wrong. He, he does live on the West Coast. It's where the money's at. 60-year-olds. Right? That's where the money's all at. They
2: don't there s- you go. Dad, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you going to tell him if he wins the packs just to give them to you? Maybe. That workaround will not be allowed, <laughs> JB.
2: Dang it. Shh. You don't know. <laughs> you hear nothing.
0: Can I call his wife? Submits to raffles. Did she? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea if she did or not. Oh, well, she, was didn't, just throwing, she didn't tell me she did. I was just throwing did. shade out. But anyways, uh, Challenger Decks for 2021 will be arriving March 26th. The latest Challenger Decks release brings updated approach to approaches to start playing standard with strategies ready to succeed four different 75 card decks each featuring a different strategy are ready to play out of the box wherever the standard challenge awaits each challenger deck comes with a complete 60 card main deck and a 15 card sideboard plus five double sided tokens that you they will want to have on hand when you're headed into battle These decks are intended to be playable and competitive at a local level, ready to challenge friends and foes alike. All cards will have been previously printed in standard and are standard legal. These decks will be available worldwide in English with Japanese available in Japan. Due to shipping issues, Challenger decks will be delayed in some APAC regions. We will share more updates as they become available and please check out Deck-lics, deck lists below to see <laughs> what's in store.
2: So we're we gonna get into deck lists.
0: Here, I'll just I'll just read off the, the deck types rather than going to the deck list. We have Azurus Control. We have a Demir Rogue. Then we have a Mono Red Aggro, and, and then a Mono Green Stompy.
1: Would like to point out a couple cards though. At least shark- there's going to be a Shark Typhoon in the Azorius one, which is going to be good. And, and this Along is a good way for sky you to clave
2: get Skyclave too. Yep, there's two, two Skyclave Apparitions. Of those.
1: And in here as well, you're getting the temples. The temples are cheap, but if you if you want them, you're going to get them. And Amirius Call, a Mythic Rare from Zendikar. Mm-hmm. And also a Doomscar. Don't you, forget a Doomscar. You can't forget the Doomscar. And with the Rogues deck, you're just getting all your uh, Demir Rogues. Rankle, yep. Some blood chiefsters in the red deck. You're getting an ember cleave. Oh,
2: like they need more of those. Which is Im- uh, important. You're also getting two shatter skull smashings,
0: three Torbrands. brands. Oh, what? Re- Whoa.
2: Okay, that's that's yeah. And four bone crusher giants. Yep. Dude, that red deck is legit. Not gonna lie.
0: So, uh, sneak peek. What do you
2: got, JB? No, we gotta finish the green deck. Mono green deck. We didn't get to that one yet. Fine,
0: let's go green. Stompy. Danny, read the read the overview. I this is a. I won't head. have it open anymore.
2: Wow, I'll open it back. My up. phone's gonna die. So is mine. Mine's at twenty five percent.
1: Mine's no- at ten. Notable cards in the green deck is <laughs> you're gonna get a Garouk Unleashed. This is the only Planeswalker Garak. in the in all these Challenger decks. So if you're looking for that, get the get the green Stompy. Uh, other notable cards, you get your Love Struck Beasts in here, a whole playset, two Gem Razors, Stone Coil Serpents. Oh, there's three Primal Might. Ugh, yep. I hate that card. So yeah, this is a good way to like expand your collection and stuff.
0: Might just have to buy it, because I want a few of them out for my Hydro Deck that I'm still trying to brew. There you go. Yeah,
2: you need to get on that. We gotta record oh, I episode. told
0: I told you to make that on Man Trader, but you never did.
2: I know, I keep forgetting.
0: So you yeah, I'll you do that this week. Since there's no paper modern, I can't mm. really play test it.
1: Spell table. Sorry. I mean, yeah, well, I can't. But I
0: mean, I don't want to do that because that requires <laughs> me to do something. <laughs> well, that's not my <laughs> fault. <laughs> and JB has many traders, and the deck's probably not going to be that expensive. Mana no,
2: probably not. I bet you it'll be under hundred ticks. Okay, so yeah, uh, I, I guess on to me. Okay, finally, <laughs> fine. Choo-choo. <laughs> we're back on track. So, Strixhaven. Strixhaven, yes. A sneak peek into it. So, we got colleges. How many? There's going to be five of them. And it looks like they're going to be all enemy pairs from what we were talking about earlier. If that makes any sense to all of you people. Oh, and look at this. According to this article, each college was founded by an elder dragon and apparently Rowan and Will Kenrith, who we met in Battlebond and later in Throne of Eldraine, were students at Strixhaven. So we got some lore overlap here.
1: The uh, the packaging is what showed Will and Rowan Kenrith on the draft boosters. Mm-hmm. I wonder
2: if we'll get them in this set. Probably not. Well, if they're on the packaging. So? In some capacity. Usually, if it's on the packaging, it's in the it's in the set.
0: We'll probably get a nerfed version of all of them.
2: Right. They're not going to be broken, but
0: you say that now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What's happened in the last two sets?
2: <sighs> right. Broken three-mana Planeswalkers. Okay, so anyway, so first college is Lorehold, and that is the Boros College. Then we have Prismari, which is the it, And then we have Quandrix, which is the Simic College. And then my personal favorite, Silver Quill, which is the Orzhov College. And then last but not least, probably my second favorite, is Witherbloom, the Golgari College. And each one comes with their own commands. If anybody, who's anybody, I'm sure you've seen the Strixhaven spoilers that have popped out. We have commands previewed for each college.
1: So they get their own command.
2: And they're kind of cool. Do we want to read them all or no?
1: Of course we do. These things are oh, badass. To me. Okay, we, we we'll take turns with them. Okay, let me see if I can zoom. God damn it, I can't zoom in. I'll take the Boros one. I can't zoom in. I'll take the is it one. I
0: can't zoom in. Zoom down, bro.
2: I don't wanna let me zoom in? Or oh, do they go one by one? No, they don't.
0: Yeah. This
1: is this is just uh, gonna get me to get a TV, just big TV mounted right here. Yes. So JB please. can actually see. Please. He'll still
0: be like. Up on the TV, looking, to make sure you can execute it, right.
1: Yeah, I will.
2: Okay, so let's let's let's, let's get her going. Let's.
0: So first, first command is the Boros command. It's it, it is red white three. It's Lore Hood command, Instance. Choose to create a three two red white spirit creature with token. Uh, creatures you control get plus one plus zero and gain indestructible and haste until end of the turn. Lore hold champion deals three damage to any target. Target player gains three life. Sacrifice permanent, then draw two cards.
1: This card is bonkers, right? Got lightning helix in there. The fact that it gives indestructible and haste on a plus one, and this is kind of like a cool way for wizards to be showing how strong is going to be going in Boros as well with sack a permanent, draw two cards. Boros makes a crap ton of tokens. Sack your knight. Sack your life linking. Human and stuff. goblin. Yeah, goblins as well. This card actually is going to have... Well, first off, it's going to have some big EDH potential, I would say. Any deck that runs something like uh, Boros Charm is going to be wanting to run something like this as well. Other ways to be giving your creatures indestructible. This card is... I'm hyped for this card. Five mana is a little hefty, it feels like.
0: Yeah, I don't see it playing in standard much just because of the mana cost. It is the highest cost of all of them.
1: I don't know. I think it would get played in standard because imagine this with Goldspan Dragon. You have a couple you have a couple of treasure tokens and stuff out already. I it's suppose, like not but... going to be that hard. We've already seen Goldspan Dragon start. What's the next one? Yeah, Matt. You Prism- to read it. Prismari Command. This one is one I'm hyped for. It is Red Blue 1 Instant. Choose 2. Prismari Command deals two damage to any target. Target player draws two cards, then discards two cards. Target player creates a treasure token, or destroy target artifact. This as well in a Goldspan style dragon deck as well. Goldspan, gold style, Goldspan style dragon deck.
2: Okay, I'm gonna skip one because I don't want to read this the, the the simic one. I want to I want to read one of the, my favorite color ones. So. You got this. I'm skipping it. So we're going to the Silver's Quill Command. For two, white and a black. Sorcery speed, you choose two. Target creature gets plus three, plus three, and gains flying until end of turn. Return target creature card with mana value. That's a new thing. It's mana value now. It's the converted
1: mana cost. Still means the same thing, though. Yes,
2: still the same thing, just different wording.
1: And the reason for behind that is to just open Shorten it up. It. Shorten it Yeah, yep. more space in the up. text box. And yep. it makes sense.
2: So you return target creature card with mana value 2 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Target player draws a card and loses one life, or target opponent sacrifices a creature.
1: Now this one is a good one. Mm-hmm. A plus 3, plus 3, and flying? That beats wholesale ass, man. Yes, it does.
2: Could you imagine using that, that on an angel token?
1: That is gonna You got hurt. a 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. That's, that's game ending. The, you got the uh, the Orzhov saga that makes a Sarah Angel. Mm-hmm. Like that and this is going to be pairing very well together.
0: Well, anyways, I'm not going to read the one that you s- skipped over, so I'll read the Golgari one.
2: Okay. May I can get the Simic one because he's I, an infector. I am
1: fine with that.
0: So we have Weatherbloom Command. It is black-green. Sorcery choose two. Target player mills three cards, then return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. Target, uh, destroy target non creature, non land permanent with mana value two or less. Target creature gets neg three, neg one until end of the turn, and target opponent loses two life, and you gain two life.
2: That one's versatile. Dude, this one can get rid of fucking chalice. Yeah, <laughs> it can get rid of chalice. All right, it's time for fucking Black Splash and Boggles. It's time for Abzan Boggles.
1: Well, if you're going to be doing Black, you can get uh, Abrupt Decay or Assassin's Trophy.
2: Yeah, but that gives them something. This doesn't.
1: Abrupt Decay doesn't give them anything. It can't be countered. Oh
2: Yeah, that one can't be countered, but uh, Ass Trophy does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which that's... Eh, that's whatever. But if you're going to be going, no, for it's not two- whatever. If they're playing if chalice,
2: they're playing control. You don't want to give them more shit than they already have.
1: If you're going to be wanting to kill the chalice, you'd want- rather have the thing that's going to be unaccountable to guarantee that that chalice is destroyed. Right.
2: Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'm gonna. Maybe I'll do that with my mana traders.
1: There we go. It's and wild. then you can then you can be streaming on. I'll try black Splash. on Twitch. See what happens. To those out there, <clears throat> twitch.tv slash This Week MTG. You're already watching, but if you're listening right. to the podcast later, come join us.
0: So, Matt, what's the last command? The, yeah, last, the last one.
1: The last command is Quandrix Command. It is blue, green, one, instant speed. Choose two. Return target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand. Counter target artifact or enchantment spell. Put two plus one plus one counters on target creature. Target player shuffles up to three target... <clears throat> Target cards from their graveyard into their library. I don't like this. Of
0: course they're gonna put Teferi three on a card. Right? I don't like this. On an instant card.
2: I don't like this. This is bad. Ban it now.
0: Wait, wait, wait. What makes this bad? The return
2: All of it? Yeah, the whole thing.
1: Well it's it it okay, so it unsummons a creature a creature or a planeswalker for three mana. You can counter an artifact or enchantments um, in standard. You're going to be hitting the sagas. You're going to be hitting a shark typhoon to counter or an Elspeth Conquers Death. Like you have, you have those to to be countering. And artifact wise, counters an Embercleave, not too shabby. Uh, putting plus one, two, plus one, plus one on a creature, you know, makes something bigger and beefier.
0: I don't think he understands why it's bad. No, he doesn't
2: because he wants to play it. He's what's, that person.
1: What's so bad about it? Like, He's it, not this, that
0: person. This is, this is Teferi 3 on an instant card. No, it's not. It does its yes, it is. It doesn't
1: stop your opponents from casting things on your turn. But it does. But it cancels everything else. It counters stuff. It counters an artifact or an enchantment. Oh, my balance your creature. For, you can't play now. No, right? Right?
0: Oh, you're a turn behind now because you can't play and you That's not turn- what oh, I'm Blue gonna has always walker. done.
1: Unsummon. Stubborn dim- Dismissal is another card. It's a blue. Return a creature. Blue yeah, with, 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 with the
0: dumbest with, color with ever. With land ramp for green. Yes, blue needs to be
1: banned. There's no well, hero anymore. And now I can get cards from my, li- my graveyard back to my library. Mm-hmm. That's something green could always do. They had like seance, not seance, um... Something remembrance, it was back in Gate Crash or whatever. It did the same thing for one green, return or shuffle three guard, um, cards from your graveyard into your library.
2: He also got Guy's Blessing. There you go. From Dominaria. So color wise, this is spot on.
0: I mean, he's not wrong. Green and blue should and never be paired together. It's
1: not and it's not overly powered. Blue should just be outlawed. If Blue should just become colorless. Yes. I think, I think the thing is. Like, wiped off the color ply. Quandrix Command did the thing where return target creature or planeswalker to its owner's hand, then they can't cast spells with the same name this turn. That would be a little a- a- ag- aggravating. So. Well, no, then it would have to have white in it in its
2: color ply because that's more of a blue white thing.
1: Yeah, very taxing. Because what was that? Uh, Reflector Metal- Mage.
2: Yeah, Reflector Mage.
1: Meddling Mage does that. And stuff. So, yeah. yeah excellence Binding does the same thing. Yeah, so I mean. Quadrax Command seems like a pretty medium temper temperatured Simic card, comparatively for the past two years now. You know, right? Because green's been broken. But yeah, there's those are those are your commands. More to be coming. Oh yeah. Also, before we forget, um, the mystical archive can't forget about that. Yes, this one is really cool. So, you yeah, you got this one, JB, right? Oh sh-
2: Well, I don't have the article pulled up anymore. Oh,
1: okay. So. This is the Mystical Archive. Essentially, this is taking place of the Showcase. The Showcase card art cards in booster packs. There will be a Mystical Archive card in each pack in a draft booster, in a set booster, and then there's going to be different amounts in collector boosters. So the article reads, Finally, the School of Strixhaven has its own vast library named the Biblioplex, which houses a special selection a special section called the Mystical Archive. Spells from the archive will use the Strixhaven's unique showcase frame. A spell the archive will be included in every booster pack. They will they will be addition to boosters and won't take the place of any cards. And they are pulled from across Magic's history. Just a just because a card is in the Mythical Archive doesn't make it standard or historic legal though. They will uh, they will be available in all languages, and they had they spoil three cards for us on this three cards in this very yeah like the, the I don't know like what art style that would be considered like when you see it, it I don't you know think, but I like it you think scrolls you think magic for sure I like it like imagine a study with globes and stuff like that's the border. Like, links in the description down below so you can, like, see the art and stuff for yourself. But the three cards that they spoiled for us are Demonic Tutor, which is black one sorcery. Search your library for a card. Put that card in your hand, then shuffle. And then opt blue instant scry one draw card. And Swords to Plowshare, white instant exile target creature. Its controller gains life equal to its power.
2: Right? When I first saw this, I was like, oh, my God. They are making Swords to Plowshare standard and modern legal. I'm like, no way. And then I read further on into the article, and I was like, oh.
1: Yeah. This is going to be, if you remember when Jumpstart came out, how Lightning Bolt was in one of the packs, but it's not historic legal. They replaced it with a different thing. Because they're a, pansies. Yeah. They don't want to put cards of Demonic Tutor, Swords to Plowshare power level in but historic. Yet they
2: reprint Grim Tutor just fine.
1: Grim Tutor is three and you lose a life. No? they feel that that is a bad enough downside, I guess, compared to two. That's negligible, dude. Yeah, one more mana that's, and three life. That's like nothing. Well, I mean, in in a stand in a competitive sixty card format, one one mana is make or break for a lot of things, and in commander, yeah, I'll give you that. That there's less of a need. And stuff for, like, what, what's what, what's one mana in EDH when you've ramped 10 mana on turn four? <laughs> right, Danny.
0: Yeah. Turn four, I have 16. Looking at you, bro. Three, leave me alone.
2: Looking yeah. at you, bro.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mr. Ramp. I, that's why I play Ma- uh, Nea. Mr. Ramp. Because I can Ramp. do that. Also. I, if I don't have 36 lands by turn six, I'm losing.
1: Also, there's going to be Japanese draft set... And collector boosters will have an equal chance to include a card from the Mythical Archive, Mystical Archive, with another unique alternative art and frame. Here are the secondary versions of Demonic Tutor, Opt, and Swords to Plowshare. And oh boy, people online lost their mind over that Demonic Tutor.
0: Yeah, that that by far the Japanese art destroys any other art form out there.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. That that art is good. Like you all need to look at the description. Like click on this link. If you out of all the links for y'all to be clicking on our episode, this is the one to click because the art on this is good. The opt art is super intense as well. Right. Do I like that opt. Oh my god. Good. And the and source the supply, source supply of Shares, dude. Oh, it's so good. It's, so it's sick. sick. Like all of them are home runs. They're like the art style is done in like traditional Japanese Uh, art Uh, like there's you know like the the flowing penmanship with like the ink pen or the ink brushes is what the demonic tutor is kind of based off of then the uh, opt one is kind of like layer it looks like layers of different things like paper designs and stuff and then imagine like a for the swords of plowshare like a samurai scroll and that's what the art on that one looks like I think I think we did a good job describing that, right? Dude, that you looks mean sick. you mean you? You did you did okay. If I fail, yeah. we all fail. So yes, it's a we
2: we go as a team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, I don't know, I don't about know that. if that. I don't think you can pull me into that one.
1: Links in the description down for below for those.
2: But it's made with real techno. <laughs> what is techno?
1: Ask the Vikings. <laughs> Next, this happened just today when we were recording. Gavin Verhey on his Good Morning Magic YouTube channel talked about Time Spiral Remastered and what to expect from it. So here's a synops- synopsis from Star City Games. Verhey's original idea for the product was a way for players who never got to draft a format to get to do it for the first time while letting players who enjoyed its original who, enjoy, who enjoyed it originally, to it again, but with some updates and quality of life improvements. Verhey pitched Time Spiral Block as the first option, as it was one of his favorites. The set will be 289 cards from all the sets in the block, so Time Spiral, Planar Chaos, and Future Sight. The set was influenced by the Tempest Remastered, which only appeared on Magic Online and will not be standard legal. Similar to the original Time Spiral, there will be a bonus sheet of 121 cards with a purple expansion symbol. In Time Spiral Remastered, none of the extra 121 cards will be from the original Time Spiral block, but will range from tournament staples to casual favorites. So far, we've seen Chalice of the Void, (laughs) Path to Exile, Relentless Rats, and Cranial Plating. Meh. With no cards from the extra sheet being from Time Spiral block, the color-shifted frames from Planar Chaos will not be included. The same goes for the future frame with Future Sight. Additionally, there won't be any Planeswalkers on the sheet, though every format from Vintage to Popper can expect key reprints. Previews for Time Spiral Remasters begins on Thursday, so Verhe will be moving his Wednesday episode of Good Morning Magic to Thursday to kick it all off. Make sure to follow and subscribe him if you want to be up to date on Time Spiral Remastered. So this is very exciting. I am hyped for Time Spiral Remastered. You think they're gonna reprint Dryad Arbor? I feel that most what, likely. I feel that would be a good one to reprint because, like, what is the price on a Dryad Dryad Arbor right now? A few bucks.
2: Um, yeah, live Google it. See what it is.
1: I
0: think it was like two something. Nah, is it really that cheap? No,
2: it can't be that cheap. I'm going
1: to say like 10. Market price 14 bucks for the future wow. site version. Right, I was close. I knew it was up there cuz it's only got two printings. No, it, it it was on the list as well.
2: Oh, okay, so three printings.
1: Yep. And the the list printing is the cheapest at $10.70. Right? See, I was close when so, I said 10. So fair cheap though. Right. I mean, it's not bad. And if they and if they print it, it's not going to be in the future site uh frame and stuff so Aww. it'll probably look like the dryad arbor from the vault
2: damn because i like the future site one
1: yeah no time spiral I'm, I'm excited for this it was before my time so i have no idea right well i mean Way it's before before mine too it's before all of our times but the amount of cards that are from there that are playable are non-negligible tarmogoyf is from there oh my god are we gonna get a
2: tarmogoyf reprint
1: Probably just keep pummeling that price into the dirt. Oh,
2: yes, please, because I would love to own some Tarmogoyfs.
1: Not only Tarmogoyf, but there's the, um... oh, man, just do a, a quick scryfall, I guess, of what's in. I
2: mean, I'm not excited for Chalice of the Void.
1: Well, people need to get their hands on that one, so... No,
2: no, they do not, Matt. You stop it. They do not need Chalice of the Void. No. Just just because it stops your deck. Nobody needs Chalice of the Void. It is stupid. It stops gameplay. It is dumb. It is the worst card ever. Says the Bokko player. Because it is. It is dumb. Although now with Simian Spirit Guide gone, I guess it's not so bad because they can't turn one. Boom. Drop it on one.
1: Rest in peace. Ooh. So just looking... Academy Ruins, that's from Time Spiral. That'd be a cool one to get reprinted. They already did it in Double Masters, though. Oh, that's right. They did, and they gave it a cool art. Oh, Angel's Grace, Ancestral Visions. No, they're
2: not going to reprint Angel's Grace because they just nerfed uh, Adnaz.
1: Yeah, but they're giving you guys uh, Lotus Bloom.
2: Yeah, but they just nerfed Adnaz. Yeah, but Lotus Bloom is still there. It's a dead deck. It's
1: not necessarily dead. We could get some pretty cool slivers in there. I could see them doing that. Yeah, there's a good chunk of slivers and stuff. Like, all slivers get plus two, plus two. Bye. Braids! <laughs> Braids, yeah. Ooh, Brian elemental. Oh, pickle. <laughs> yeah, the pickle. All the jewels. Oh, the good old pickle lock. All the jewels? Where is that one
0: at? Well, is all, all the jewel lands.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the the storage lands, specifically. Yeah. Yep. Get those? That would actually be a very good reprint. That's a commander. Chromatic a- star! Oh, dude! And then there's gonna be buyback, and uh, time counters and stuff. Yeah, no, this is gonna be cool. Oh my god, damnation! Ooh. Damnation was in Planar Chaos. That yes. don't get there's there's a reprint of Damnation coming. Yes, but it's, it's gotta have set art. <sighs> no, it's not gonna have the set art. Damn. I will. I mean, I guess I can't guarantee that. I can't guarantee that it won't have set art, but it would be. I'd believe it to be a stretch. Essence Warden. Oh, (gasps) there's a bunch of charms and stuff. That's right.
2: Essence Warden was printed. All the Wardens were printed in this block,
1: weren't they? Yeah.
2: Hey, you'll get a Soul Warden reprint. That means it'll be like 30 cents.
1: Ooh, Flakestrones of (laughs) Trokeer. This would be a good place to do that because that card just jumped up in price with uh, Cleansing Wildfire getting printed. Yes. There you go on that one. Uh, So if
0: Soul Warden gets reprinted, I want the other Soul Sisters to get reprinted, and I'll play Soul Sisters in Standard. Nice. Dude, Souls, Souls Attendant is pretty cheap. I meant in standard. I'll actually play standard. Uh, times
2: Proud Remastered is not going to be standard or legal. Correct. It's a it's a Fine. master set. Historic.
0: Eh. Yeah. That's soul Warden's historic. already in historic.
2: I know. And I believe Soul.
0: Didn't they? Just no, soul
2: I was going to say, yeah, they didn't put Souls Attendant. In. No, it's a Soul Warden. Not yet.
1: Here's a good card that they might reprint.
2: Ooh, Gemstone Caverns.
1: Yep, there Gemstone Caverns. Or. For EDH so, purposes, Gauntlet of Power.
2: So people people have been uh, saying that Gemstone Cavern, because that's the the stupid one, right? Yeah, Gemstone Cavern. Yeah, if people it's want in your that
1: in Modern. If it's in your opening hand and you're not playing first, you may begin the game with Gemstone Counter in play with a luck counter on it. If you do remove a card in your hand from the game, then it taps to add a colorless to your mana pool. But if it has a luck counter on it, you add one mana of any colored mana. Yep, people want that band for Modern. This thing has been in modern for so long. Right. Well, I mean, Hey, so has Simeon spirit guide. I mean, yeah. Fair rebuttal on that. So many things have been in there. it's just like, this is just like the new, this is filling that vacuum that Simeon spirit guide, not being around has made. And then next thing you're going to know is we're going to get the chancellor of Tanglewood, Tanglewood chancellor or whatever, the one where if you, it's in your opening hand and you reveal it, it adds a green to your mana pool on your first main phase. As well, that that would be getting played no, somehow. Green decks will start using Elvish Spirit Guide. Not in Modern, boy. Legacy though. I, th- what, what? I thought I thought Elvish
2: Spirit Guide was not Modern.
1: <laughs> no, if if that was in Modern, there would have been decks with Spirit Guide and, and uh, both both of those Spirit Guides in in them to be like hardcore ramping things turn one, way more than what they already were.
2: Why was I thinking that was Modern legal? Not
1: Legacy though. That I don't know much of. I'm pretty sure there's a significant deck in Legacy that uses mm. that. Some of them, yes.
2: But it's not as big of a, a show out as you would think. Lots, lots of slivers. Lots of slivers.
1: Harmonize. Healing leaves.
0: I need a few harmonizes.
1: We got, oh, we got some of the legendary dragons. Ooh. The uh, the ones where you pay two and a color of one of them, like this one, Annette the Dreamer. Are
0: we going to get a reprint of Wrath? Maybe.
1: Oh, uh, you already did it on the list. Because well, I
0: got one and I thought about building Rith. <laughs> Copying my deck?
2: No, it
1: would be totally different. Ixatron, Jaya also, Ballard. It would be different. Crosin Grip. You know we're getting Lotus. Oh, Living End.
0: Can't get much different than mine.
1: Oh, we could get the Maguses here. Try. Oh, no. We don't need we Magus go. of the Moon. Magus of Arena, Magus of the Bazaar, Magus of the Candelabra, Magus of the Coffers, Magus of the Disc, Magus of the Jar, Magus of the Library, Magus of the Mirror, Magus of the Scroll, Magus of the Tabernacle. Like Those would all be good cards to be putting in.
2: No, we don't need more Maguses. They're dumb. Manatide, though. Yes. Bring back Manatide. Manatide And Mangara.
1: To all the slivers, Mishra, Artificer Prodigy and as we're keep looking here mystical tutor oh my god flat yeah get some good flashbacks null profession ophidian eye yep here we go other the other dragon uh new the devastator the same thing it's a legendary dragon where you pay two and a color and it does things this one destroys up to two lands when it deals damage those ones would be good oh paradox haze oh my god if they if they do paradox haze historic is going to be getting uh a shakeup, I would say. No, they won't. They won't print it.
2: Double up. Keeps. They won't make it legal and historic. Two
1: upkeeps. They won't do it. Be they, got, they got
2: rid of Nexus of Fate, so uh, they're not going to print it. They, it won't be historic legal.
1: Fair. Very fair. But yeah, I, I definitely say it's a safe bet to say that we're going to be seeing some slivers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny, you haven't given us a Niv Mizzet here yet. I've tried. He's
2: he's too busy playing Candy Crush. <laughs>
1: Let's move now to the finance section. As always, we are reading the article, Weekly Winners from MTG Stocks, where they talk about three cars that they find, they deem are worthy enough for us to know about moving up in price, and they talk about it a little bit, and then they tell us about some cars that are moving down in price that they think that we should be picking up or keeping an eye out on as well. So the article is an interesting week, again, driven by... An old, by old card speculation and EDH, but we also have a special edition of cheap pickups with a new way to look at cards that are still cheap pickups, but might go up later. So, kicking it off, we have the one, the only Shivan Dragon.
0: Fifth edition.
1: The fifth edition printing. Shivan Dragon is red, red, four for a five, five dragon. It has flying. It has an activated ability of red shivan dragon gets plus one plus O oh, until end of turn. It has jumped up one thousand nineteen percent, now sitting at twenty nine ninety nine. Though the average price and the market price do not agree with that. Uh, market price is two dollars twenty nine cents. and average price is oh. Are we having another one of these hiccups here? Most likely. There someone, we go.
0: Someone put two ninety nine and hit an extra nine.
1: Good chance for that. But the article reads on here Not in my wildest dreams or nightmares did I ever expect to see a fifth edition Shivan Dragon spiking this hard, and it's totally crazy that it actually happened. Over the past weeks we've reported that there is an increase in unusual spikes cards that have no real business being expensive suddenly spike to bizarre and frankly unrealistic price points the only reason for these spikes seem to be that the cards are old and classic and shivan dragon fits the profile yeah to those that remember uh it was commented on about homelands fallen empires as these you know like next cards that are moving up in price because they're not getting printed and they're very obscure obtuse cards that most likely will not see any kind of uh, functional reprint of any sorts. So there are people uh, online that are looking at these cards and specking on them hardcore to, to that degree.
0: You should also get the edit in there.
1: Yes, there is an edit at the end of this that says, "I got a me- message over Reddit of someone who may have an alternative explanation for this particular edition of Shivan Dragon going up in price. Apparently, about half of the printings of Shivan Dragon from Fifth Edition have their copyright dates in Portuguese rather than English. This could be the card that was targeted by the buyouts to try and find these misprints. The same misprint can happen on Mana Barb's Iron Claw Curse." Game of Chaos and Inferno. Oh yeah, if that is the case, then I would definitely imagine misprinted cards is the reason for the spike. Not just. Well, I mean, old style cards are going to be more sought after than not. the The professor did a episode, not an episode, did a YouTube, did a video where he was talking about reserve list cards and using the example of Shivan Dragon and how the older version of the card is very expensive compared to the newer printings of it. So. Older cards are just going to have a higher price that people are going to be paying for because they're collectible. Yeah, collectability. Next up, we have a Sapphire Medallion for two colorless. Sapphire Medallion is an artifact. Blue spells cost one less to cast. This card has moved up 228%, now sitting at 92.75. This is the Tempest printing because. It's only had one other printing, and that was in the Commander 2014 set. And there's no way that that is 55 bucks. Oh my God. It's moving up in price. The Commander 15 edition is $30. And I know I got like four of those things because I bought, because this is the one that came out in the uh, Teferi Planeswalker deck. This card has moved up 92 bucks. So. Equally surprising and interesting is our number two winner this week, Sapphire Medallion. We've seen this card spiking over the past years more often, and every time it does, it spikes harder than before. This is one of those cards that you're either familiar with or totally oblivious about. It is not particularly well-known or widely played card, but it is a card that is hard to forget once you've played with or against it. So in the right shell, Sapphire Medallion can push mono-blue decks into overdrive, especially if you got to resolve high tide. Or better, when you get to resolve several copies of it in one turn, it gives you so much mana and can easily combo out to whatever you have planned. For this reason, Sapphire Medallion gets included in legacy high-tide decks sometimes, although it's not a deck that is widely played currently. But the price is basically based on the new commander, Orvar, the old form. Kelheim is moving cards. Turgrid, Orvar, they have moved multiple cards in the past couple weeks because uh orvar has also moved whims of valrath really large l- large spikes and stuff we also have an edit here at the end of this one it was pointed out to us by mtg cabal cast that there is a good chance that the medallion spike spiked because of people trying to find the charlie brown misprints these misprints are not very easy to spot when you're not looking for it and People may just be ordering a bunch to try and find these. So there's a link to the Charlie Brown misprints, and we're going to try and figure out what it is. So Charlie Brown misprints is, if you look closely, you'll see a big goofy grin of a comic strip that very closely resembles Charlie Brown. This misprint can be found in some sapphire, emerald, and ruby medallions. This is also worth noting that these are known to exist in English, German, Portuguese, and have yet to found any in French, Italian, Japanese, Korean, Spanish, or Tea chinese
2: Yeah, so anyway, what's number three? Because my phone's going
1: to die. Number three, <laughs> Elvis Champion, 8th edition, Green Green 122 uh, Elf. Let's look at the official text. It is creature type elf. Other elf creatures get plus one, plus one, and have forest walk. They can't be blocked as long as defending player controls an elf. This card has forest. Forest. It doesn't have elf walk. Just start elf stomping all the elves. It jumped up 354%, now chilling at 25 bucks. And just like previous weeks, Lathriel Blade of the Elves is the culprit for this price movement. EDH is very good at moving prices. And the Lathriel Blade of the Elves deck is a very popular deck, that elf deck that people are making right now. And EDH rec shows that it was very high up in their numbers. But with that, we're going to go and pass it over to JB, who has some cheap pickups. But they're not cheap pickups this week.
2: Special edition. You like my air horn? I do. That was good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So this week we have a special version of the cheap pickups. Most of the time they show you the cards that are on record lows or falling hard in price. But since the magic markets are soaring, we don't have that many cards listed on all time lows. So we've been trying some other types of analysis to find cards that are cheap now and might go up. But be advised, this way of analyzing is way more speculative than usual. What we've done this week is look at cards that have a higher market price compared to the average. Usually it is the other way around. The average price tends to be much higher. Our reasoning is as follows. If the market price surpasses the average price, the average is bound to go up. And that's another way of defining a cheap pickup cards that are possibly going to go up soon, but let me reiterate what I said above, this is speculative. We still need to see how this way of looking at cards prices is holding up. Average might go up, but market might come down as well. For example, for that reason, I've chosen cards that have an uptrending market price. We do know, however, by looking at historic data, that when market surpasses average, it is an indication for an upcoming average uptrend most of the time. So, first up, we have a 7th edition in Snaring Bridge. 3 generic for an artifact. Creatures with power greater than the number of cards in your hand can't attack. I love this card. By the way, this card is great. I hate playing against it, but I love it once on my side of the field. <laughs> it is a powerful card. <laughs> it is. It's very powerful. So it's sitting at $22.96. Market is $2 above average. So do with it what you will. Pick them up if you want. Keep Don't an eye out. keep an eye on them. Use TCG Sniper? Yes, you can use TCG Sniper. We'll cover that want. in a second. Yes, we will cover that at the end of this. Next up is Birds of Paradise. It is the 8th edition printing, which is actually pretty cool art. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of cool looking bird there. For a single green, you get an old one bird with flying, and if you tap it, you add one mana of any color to your mana pool. It is sitting at eleven dollars and twenty-seven cents. Currently, market dollar or market value is a dollar above average. And then, last but not least, we have Keldaren Outpost. It is alliance printing. It is a land card. When Keldurin Outpost comes into play, sacrifice planes or destroy Keldurin Outpost. Tap, add white to your mana pool. Or you can pay one and a white, tap it, put a soldier token into play, treat this token as a one one white creature. So it is sitting at $27.86,
1: and market value is $1.30 above average. But like we uh, mentioned there a little bit ago, if any of these cards peak your interest and you want to follow them as they move up in price go check out tcg sniper an amazing way to be keeping track on card prices trends whether they move up or down when you make an account you get five card slots that you can enter in and if you go and sign up make an account and say the guys over at this week in mtg sent you you will get their plus program for free for three months and you'll get 50 cards that you can put in Super worth it, worth checking out. And from there, we're going to move to a deck of the week, which, due to all this chaos, I did forget to share the link. I have a mono red pioneer treasure deck here that I want to, it's called Treasure Cove. Very cheeky name play, I would say. But the main premise of this deck is to have Magda Brazen Outlaw, which is Red 1 Legendary Creature Dwarf Berserker. Other dwarves you control get plus 1 plus plus oh. 0. Whenever a dwarf you control becomes tapped, create a treasure token, and then you sac 5 treasure tokens, search your library for an artifact or dragon card, put that onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. So the main the main idea is to get that out and to be able to tutor out your dragons, your artifacts, with a bunch of while making a bunch of treasure tokens with cards like Wily Goblin, which is red red one one goblin pirates. When it enters the battlefield, you make create a treasure token. There are four goldspan dragons, which is red red three four four dragon flying haste. When it attacks or becomes a target of a spell, you create a treasure token. And then treasures you control have tap sack this artifact, add two mana of any one color. There are three Gadric, the Crown Scourge, red two Legendary Dragon, 5-4, flying. It can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts. At the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. There are three Captain Lannery Storms, which is red two Legendary Human Pirate with haste. When it attacks, create a treasure token. And then Whenever you sacrifice a treasure, Captain Lannery gets plus one plus oh until end of turn. Those are all the creatures. Now in the other spells, we have four Catharic Reunion, red one Sorcery, additional cost to cast this, discard two cards, draw three. There are two Seize the Spoils, two and a red Sorcery, additional cost to cast this spell, discard a card, draw two cards, and create a treasure token. Then there is a single Ember Cleave, four Springleaf Drums, which is a one-mana artifact that taps to tap an untapped creature you control. Add one mana of any color. And then four treasure maps, which are two artifact that has one tap sac, scry one, sac one. Scry one. Put a landmark car, counter on treasure map. Then if there are three or more landmark counters on it, remove those counters, transform treasure map, and create three treasure tokens. And on the... Backside is the Treasure Cove, which taps to add a colors to your mana pool, or you can tap to Sack a Treasure to draw a card. Oh, I forgot to mention uh, Dracuseth as well. Dracuseth Maw of Flames, which is red, 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 four for a 7-7 Legendary Dragon, a single one of this. Whenever Dracuseth Maw of Flames attacks, it deals four damage to any target and three damage to each of up to two other targets. This thing is dealing a crap ton of damage. And then finally, there are four footfall craters one of i don't know like a, a weird pet card of mine kind of uh red enchantment aura enchant land enchanted land has tap target creature gains trample and haste until end of turn and then it has for it has cycling one there are 18 18 mountains one castle Embrith, and three dwarven mines in here as well so this is like super rough sketch deck of a mono red pioneer deck that i'm just with Magna making treasure tokens, I'm like, there has to be something here. With Magna and treasure map, the synergy is really strong because you can scry away the big dragon on top at, to the bottom of your library so you don't have to worry about drawing it because there's nothing worse than having your tutor target be in your hand. So treasure map puts that stuff to the bottom and then it makes you three treasure tokens, which then can get sacked to Magna to get out a dracuseth or an Embercleave or a gadric or a goldspan dragon this is i haven't played this deck i just came up with i I, I like constructed this deck over the weekend and there was just something about it that's like okay there's something here and especially with goldspan dragon out as well maybe there's more ways to like ramp into way bigger spells and stuff but i feel with Catharic Reunion, Treasure Map, Sees the Spoils, you're gonna be cycling through your deck a lot. I goldfished a time or two. It doesn't seem bad. Uh another card that I thought of to maybe add in here would be uh Mox Amber. Because you have a lot of legendary creatures with Magda, Gadric, seth Captain Lannery, like all of those are legendary, so it's a zero mana artifact that can ramp you up as well but I don't know how necessarily well that would work. I don't have a sideboard for this as well, but the list... I feel that there's something there. <sighs> get more dragons, maybe cut down on the Wily goblins, go, goblins, goblins, and put in the 0-4 wall that when it dies you create a treasure token instead, so that way it can like block the aggro decks with Monastery Swift Spears and the likes of that. I know this is definitely not like tier one competitive, but it could be a very fun play. And like I said, I've I've goldfished this a time or two, and it's been very enjoyable goldfishing it. Good job, Matt. I'm assuming you guys aren't looking at the lists.
0: We no. are not.
2: I didn't know there was a link.
1: Yeah, I posted it. Well, just just before. Fuck off.
0: Sure, <laughs> <laughs> Jack. I'm not helping you get it better.
1: Right. It's a red deck, though. This is, my, like, right up your alley. That's nowhere in your mind, so I can't help you. Because, like, like you're making treasure tokens, you're getting out of Magda, and then you're just dropping big old dragons.
0: It's not my kind of red deck.
1: It's a red deck adjacent to yours, though. You can make or it yours, because then, like, no. other dragons that you can add in there would be glory bringer, and that deals four damage, you know? That's very direct, very mono-reddish of your style. Seth does the same thing where it deals four and then three to two other targets, so.
2: No, see, what he doesn't want to tell you is he doesn't want to help you because he's Candy Crushing right now. <laughs> but I'm not.
1: <laughs> I don't It's just as bad as Candy Crush, sir. But there is your deck of the week. Links down below. If you want to take this deck, run it through uh, Moto League. Or improve on it yourself. Don't don't take this build through a motor league. You're gonna get crushed beyond all belief. Go through like whatever. No, the do it. Are. Do it. Take it through a league and tell Matt how bad he sucks at building decks. I feel there's something there though. You can't deny the fact that token that treasure tokens, and magda, because you can also get like God Pharaoh statue is another thing. Like maybe you could do mono red, mono red prison with artifacts and stuff in here because you can specifically tutor out your craft diggers cage you can tutor out that new rune sphere from caldheim and stuff like those are super cheap and stuff but you know it allows you to get all the tools and stuff in your deck so you can be more qu- equipped i guess maybe you can also yeah i feel there's something there i had fun building this deck y'all could take a look at it see what you think but everybody here has shut out for the night <laughs> So I think we're going to do the end read here so y'all can go home. Yup. Thank you all magic folk. If you made it to the end of the episode, you are truly legendary as always. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, join the discord. You can reach us all there and send us comments, questions, concerns of any kind. We appreciate all the feedback because we are striving to be your guys's aggregate news source for all things. Magic the gathering, You can also send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. If interested, you enjoy three schmucks just sitting around talking magic and dealing with dogs for a whole episode, you can go support us on Patreon. We just opened that up. I guess I'll do a very small read on what the Patreon is. We have two tiers right now. The first tier is a $3 tier where you get put in for a monthly drawing for a random standard booster pack. Uh, so you join in, you get put into the drawing. The more people that we get, we can like multiply the numbers up and start giving out more packs to more people. So there's that. The next tier is a $10 tier where you get put in into a monthly drawing as well and get put in for a drawing for a card that is valued at 15 to $20. All this stuff, if you don't live near us, we'll mail it to you. Uh, all you know, wrapped, plastic, safe check out Patreon if you think that we are worth it, but no hard feelings, just enjoy listening to the podcast still. The the more people that listen, the better. And go check us out on YouTube and Twitch. Posting videos, going live on Twitch, and that's that for our plugs. I don't think we got any other plugs there. Go check out our sponsor, Send Love over to J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. They decided to help us out uh, by giving us packs and stuff to give away as well. So go send them love. And I don't know. Do you got anything else? Nope. Nope. I'm good. Sounds good. Y'all have a good night and we'll catch you next time.
0: See ya.
2: <laughs> no, I will not snip your butt, Danny. That's okay. I don't want you to.